And now, live from Isolation Station in Burbank, California, it's The Plague, week 31 of the Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guests. He's a digital marketer and OG Allison person. It's Dustin Goot. And she's a comedian and actress whose on-set antics earned her the nickname The Grilled Cheese Grifter. It's Jackie Johnson. Tone Zone is here to ask suburban women to please, please like him. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison. Hello, my little popcorn balls. Welcome to another exciting Thursday episode. That particular Halloweeny carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon. Patreon! By Rafael Castaneda. I would like to say hello to my guests and also a first in the history of me doing this show. I have made an error. First time, huh? Tony, do you have some kind of like dun-dun-dun to indicate how unusual it is that I have messed up? It's shocking. I forgot to take screen grabs of us so that we have an image to use as the episode image. And one of my guests, I'm not going to say who because that would give it away, might have to make a graceful early exit. So, no, you know what? This is what we're going to do. I'm going to say hello to everyone. And then together as a team, even though it's my show, something which I make very apparent all the time. I thought you were going to play the It's Allison show drop. Oh, no, I didn't know. I was <laughs> typing something, and I, I, know. and everyone I stopped you were... talking, and I thought you were taking oh, I thought the you pictures. were just suddenly <laughs> undermining her authority by typing over her. <laughs> no, you were, ta- you were taking notes. I was like, I thought that the drop was, ha- I thought you were like quickly, like lightning fingers trying to find the drop. Oh, anyway, no, no, sorry. Not important. Um, I... Uh, so together we're going to figure out what we should do because the road truly is forking. There's so many times, there's many directions we could go. Allow me to say hello to my guest. It is someone who I have a rich storied, but that makes it sound, uh, like weird. It's not weird. It's just a long history with, and he, or like, uh, hardcore listeners listeners of the show know who it is. He was just on a Patreon episode. It's Dustin Goot. Hello. 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 It's not Welcome. weird, guys. It's not weird. No, our history is not weird. It's just like goes all the way back to our time in New York when Dustin yeah. wrote for a tech and style magazine and I wrote for it and then we became friends and then he appeared all the time on Allison Rosen's New Best Friend. Now we both live out here. Now we both are married and have children and he's back. And I'm very excited. Hello. Hello. He's recording from a room with very high ceilings. Are um, we looking at like a two-story it, lofted well, situation? Yeah. It's also one of like their slanted ceilings. And you're looking at the like uh, higher of the slants. So it looks so like where I'm sitting, the ceiling is, is semi-normal heights. But then mm. it looks very vault-like behind me. 
It does. So it's just one of, you know, one of those um, uh, movie magic things, you know, just like we, like we do in Hollywood. Is my perspective being forced right now? <laughs> I would also like to say hello, looking fresh-faced, radiant, and ethereal, Jackie Johnson, hello. I have the touch-up appearance thing slid all the way up. Wait a minute. Zoom. All the way up. I do too, but I didn't know that there's options of how much your appearance is touched up. Uh, there is on this computer. My other Mac, there isn't. I thought it was Maybe just you either, should upgrade. I don't know. Yeah. I thought it was either on or off. And mine, mine has on. a sliding scale and I slid it all the way because I don't have any makeup on. And wow. I look fresh. You Thank do. You filter. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I have been using it so much. I'm afraid to like go back to regular high def. Filters are making everybody want plastic surgery. I just read this horrific article about the bell filter. The, what is that? It's this filter all the kids are doing that makes your nose very small. And I did it and I want a nose job now. So it's horrible. Where do I find? I mean, that sounds bad. Where do I find this filter? Go on Instagram okay. and search through the filters and type in Bell. I'll show you the picture. It is crazy. And I was like, well, I guess I need a nose job now. And I've, I've never really thought I wanted a nose job, but I have. Here. This filter is going to be right up my alley. Well, oh, if, yeah. if you can, guys, if you that. can just make it through this awkward period of like this divergence between our virtual and real selves, like eventually we'll just have AR glasses where it's like, I'll be able to see you with the same bell filter in person as That's on true. Zoom. There will be no right. difference between. We the can two. pick so whatever just, we want to look like. Yeah. yeah we, so just, we just, we just have to suffer out. through this, this, yeah, this weird period where like real life still intrudes into our existence um, and we'll get past it, though. All right. And until then, I'll just have this nose on my face. <laughs> Gross. Look at that. I know. I, shouldn't I get a nose job? It looks like you also, like, you, the bottom half of your face is, yeah. is thinner a chin. or it, I don't like the chin. I think I already have pretty a pretty snatched ski, uh, chin, but, like, the nose, though. Yeah. I need the that. The nose looks Good. more petite in the picture, I think, than on Zoom. Yeah, that's what she's saying. This picture. Oh my god! So we're getting the zoom. Oh, the picture filter. is with the is with the bell thing. Yes. Oh, you're right. Oh, yes, the bell okay. filter was... and the uh, zoom filter. Yeah, right. double oh. filter. Not that your nose looks big, Jackie. That's what he meant to say. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Well, the... zoom doesn't shrink your nose. It just, I think, it just uh, blurs your face. Yes, that's what it is. Mm. Tony, you Hi. thought I was going to forget you because I've been doing that. I know. But I didn't, you I'm you not. didn't do me first this time, and usually these days that means no introduction until about the 45 minute mark or something like that. When I realized it. Hello, Tony. Welcome to what is off to a crazy start. Flawless already. <laughs> in, in the way that we have perfectly handled the glaring flaw, it's flawless. It's mm -hmm. seamlessly flawed. All right, couple things. Your typing, Tony, is extra loud today. I don't know why. Is anyone else finding that? Yes. I've D never even noticed you typing ever before until today. That's Dustin, very strange. Is Tony's typing screaming in your ear? It was notable. I mean, I haven't, it's my first time, so I didn't know if the typing was like the fifth character on the show. <laughs> I didn't, I don't know how you're running things these days. Tony, it, did you grow was, your nails out? Do you have like a long mani or something? I am wearing my Freddy Krueger gloves right now. <laughs> that might have something to do with it. 
But it um, probably is only on the Zoom. It's probably only on the video, which you can get at patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. So it's probably not on the audio. And then the second thing, though, is that there is like a... I heard that. that. I'm hearing that as well. Sounds like somebody's uh, vacuuming or something. I, yeah, I think that's like a neighbor's gardener on my side. I can, I can close close the window in front of me. That okay. will maybe create a... Uh, an awkward layer of flop sweat like 20 minutes in. It might be me as well. What's happened? Are there gardeners on your end too? I fucking hate my house. Like, I live off of arguably the busiest street in LA. One of. There's an auto repair place right here that I've never noticed, but they love to do some kind of loud uh, body work machine. Mm. And it loves to interrupt my show. And there are leaf blowers on every corner. I don't know. I don't know why we blow leaves so much. I know it's autumnal. I know it's fall. But the leaf blowers are out to get the podcasters. They have been driving me nuts. I already recorded some ads for my show earlier today. And I was like cursing the sky. They were like, stop blowing the damn leaves. (laughs) It happens to me here too. What if it turns out? I just started watching Ted Lasso. What if, like Ted Lasso, it turns out that other podcasters are like hiring these leaf blowers to get us? Yeah, a rival show is trying to blow the leaves out of my damn neighborhood. <laughs> I, maybe I was listening to uh, the radio the other day, and the guy was talking. He was like, "Easy jazz, blah blah blah," and I heard Rah! like a parrot. <laughs> and, he, and then he goes, "Pay no mind to the parrot. That's just uh, Lupe, my my parakeet. Uh, she's very talking." Through his whole thing, he kept the bird kept yelling, and it made me so happy. We're all dealing with this, you know. This is core life. That's right. I would love a parrot in the background. I know. It, I loved it. I kept. I I was just left the channel on or whatever, and I was just like, I want to hear the parrot more. I want to hear the parrot's <laughs> opinions on everything. <laughs> so, I like the idea better that leaf blowers and podcasters are just like these separate clans that have this existential rivalry. Not that like podcasters are hiring the leaf blowers but just that like yes it's like forever on earth Mm -hmm. you know like the sharks in the jets right the eternal (laughs) battle between the leaf blowers and the podcasters like who will have the upper hand i'll tell you this i'm in a war with them if they don't know it or not that i'm (laughs) i'm mad jackie you were in delaware for what was going to be three weeks but turned into four months four months do they not have leaf blowers there uh i don't think they had them very often i mean to be honest i'm in Again, a, a very um, a very densely populated area. And where I was staying in Delaware, it was this long winding street with these houses. Like it was just everyone had more space. I so do. it was a lot more quiet. I have the same problem here, though. And Jackie, you've been to my place. You know, that's not exactly like a busy area. Yeah, it's a and, quiet street. But I have I have one specific neighbor who is I think the only thing he cares about in the world is his lawn. Yeah. And he is just uh, yard work all day, every day. And it's so annoying because it should be really quiet here. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I think our homeowners association is getting ripped off. Like, I'm like, they don't need to have the guy blow the leaves twice a week. We don't. <laughs> I think he's just like, no one's paying attention. The bills are being paid. Right. You know, they send him the check. And he's like, I need to look like I'm doing something. So he just blows the leaves multiple times a week. I think it's illegal, actually. Well, you need to tell that to this damn neighborhood. <laughs> Tony, your neighbor who loves his yard, does it look good at least? Yeah, it's nice, but like, I just don't get it. Like, literally, <laughs> I've seen him 
when he's not like doing like some sort of yard work the other time i swear he's never in his house and i have actually seen him sitting in a lawn chair facing his house just sitting there staring at his house in his lawn Hmm. he's admiring his work (laughs) yeah right he sounds fun back to the matter at hand uh Jackie, I know you have a topic. I have a couple. Th- I'm just going to share a couple things. Yeah. Um, it I, is your show. <laughs> I love the validation I'm getting right now. Um, so uh, I have a crazy funny story, but then I also have a crazy uh, adrenaline producing story for me personally. I woke up this morning to a text from my kid's nanny saying that she woke up this morning with a fever and a runny nose. And if she wasn't feeling better by this afternoon, she was going to go to the doctor. And I spent hours just like, I'm surprised I wasn't shitting myself, but kind of having trouble like focusing on taking care of my kids and just feeling like, oh shit. Like what if, cause we had, she was out Thursday, Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Um, or I mean, it's been Thursday, Friday, Saturday and Sunday since I've seen her. But in my, and then I asked her, you know, what was your fever? And she said 103, which is very alarming. Mm-hmm. Um, long story short, she wrote back later and said she was at the doctor and she has an ear infection and she got a COVID test. Results won't come back till uh, a couple of days, but the doctor thinks it's the ear infection. So once I heard that, I felt a thousand times better because what are the chances that she has an ear infection and COVID? And also she's very, very careful. Um, but so I'm not that worried anymore, but for the few hours until I heard that, um, I was like pretty convinced, of course, like there's, it's surging right now. Of course that's what it is. And I don't know how many days ahead of time, how many days before symptoms, someone is contagious, but we're pro- you know, in my mind, it was like, well, we all have it. And then I'm like tracing back everyone I need to tell. And ugh. But did she still think it was worth it to be at the Rose Garden ceremony a couple weeks ago? <laughs> she felt <laughs> like it was. She doesn't think that's where she got it. She thinks she got it from Gold Star Families. <laughs> well, I did hear from a very reliable source that uh, you shouldn't be afraid of COVID. Don't let it uh, That's the that fear take over your life. Yeah. Don't let fear dominate your life. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Or your death in a couple hundred thousand cases. Either way, don't let it overcome yeah. you. Here's no the thing. Deal. They were going to die anyway. We all are. I hate now you sound like Vanessa Hudgens. <laughs> oh, that's right. She backtracked though, right? Um. So you guys, I know you all have medical degrees. It's probably an, just the ear infection, right? Sounds like it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I was sitting there and I was like thinking of it's so funny. It's not funny. It's uh, horrible that I was like, let it be a kidney infection. Let it be something, some kind of lady infection. Let, like, let it be any one of those, all the infections that aren't contagious, but that cause a fever. And lo and behold, it is. But um, I feel bad about that. I don't think that. you should feel bad about that. You don't want her to have a deadly virus. I think that's right. fine. You'd rather her have a UTI. I don't, I don't think you should feel bad about that. UTI. I think she'd rather have the ear infection, too. Yes. Yeah. I feel like adults don't get ear infections often. Um, you never know. Everybody's different. Right. 
Right. Thank you, Jackie. Thank you. Yeah, I think you're right. I think the ear infection is better because the thing that scares the shit out of me with COVID is the idea of like all the symptoms that you could potentially have down the line that they don't even know about yet. I was reading a thing last night about brain fog, which I already have enough of that to begin with. The other crazy thing, this is just like me making a mistake. This has never happened to me before. I have never blurted out the wrong word. I've typed the wrong word, but I've never just like had a, and it's not truly a Freudian slip, but allow me to explain. Uh, On Friday, I did Bob Saget's podcast, and then he was on my podcast. And all told, it was like many hours with Bob Saget. And I already didn't get enough sleep, and I had too much caffeine to overcompensate. And I was just exhausted and out of it. And um, one of the things we talked about was, do you guys watch that show, Pen15? Have you seen it? Yeah. I loved it. I was just watching it last night. Yes. Second season, I found a little, definitely heavier than the first yeah i haven't watched them all yet but uh i like that show a lot yeah it's just like it makes your heart yearn for the past like a nostalgic beauty but also you remember all the fucking horrible shit so i say it's triggering in the best way that's how i describe that yeah so so um bob and i were talking about tv shows and i said have you seen pen 15 he's like yes he's like you know it's penis right um and because pen 15 does like spell out penis but Mm -hmm. anyway so later and i've debated whether it would be funny if i just told that part of the story after but anyway i don't know uh i was doing bedtime with elliot reading stories to him and i was having trouble focusing on like I, i was just having trouble concentrating like in one story which is called what does a T-Rex drive? I tried to say sport utility vehicle and what came out is sport utical. And then I was reading this book and I have it here so I can read the exact line. When the wind blew and it is about little bear and big bear and there's like a big wind and they have to change where they live because of the wind. And so my mouth is saying the words, but my brain is thinking about my uh, interview with Bob Saget and replaying different parts. And... This is what happened. I said, who did it? Asked Little Bear. Who knocked all the trees over? I guess it was the wind, said Big Bear. There must have been a very big penis. (laughs) Wow. And Daniel was in the room also, by the way. Here's the thing. This is never, I've never done something like this. I talk Um, for a living. uh, I have have a little something that could say otherwise. The David Matthews Band. (laughs) I swear to God, I said Dave Matthews Band, and my mouth stuttered. So anyway, here's the thing. Elliot is young and innocent, and to him, like, there's no special charge with the genitals. It's just his penis is the same as his legs, is the same as his arms, his belly. It's just a body part. I wish that I had just played it off, but instead... As soon as I said there must have been a very big penis, I went, what? And then <laughs> I laughed. <laughs> I was so embarrassed because Daniel was in the room, too. It's because the word very big came before it. The word's very big. Like, if it had just been there must have, I, I don't know. I'm sure there's some. Listen, 
here's the thing, and there's a no small shame penis in this. But knock down the tree. <laughs> I, mean, you, I think you just have dick on your mind, and that's fine. You because if you go to very, you hear very big, and you think penis. Right, that's you have compliment. dick on the brain. But I didn't think I did. Really, I was just thinking, I was remembering I said pen 15. He said, you know, it's penis, right? And I was like, but was he suggesting that that's actually how you're supposed to say it? Because I think you're supposed to say pen 15. And then yes. blah, it came out of my mouth. So I was like, again, I was like, what? And then I laughed. And then Elliot starts going, a very big penis. What? A very <laughs> <laughs> And laughing. And uh, it was just truly a memory that you cherish. Thankfully, the next we were. I was like, "Oh shit, he's going to be saying this all into tomorrow." He didn't say it at all the next day, but uh, that has so that kind of thing has truly never happened to me. Has this ever happened to you guys? Anything similar? Jackie is nodding. I mean, I can't recall any specifics. I just always have an issue with my mind and my brain connecting with speech. I think it's gotten worse because like all my weird thyroid shit. But, you know, it is what it is. Everybody flubs up. Yeah. But this is, like, bigger than the David Matthews band, which, again, I didn't say. What was the real word that was there? I was going to ask that, too. It was... um, It was dick, actually. Balls. (laughs) (laughs) There must have been a very big storm. Oh, wow. It doesn't even look like... No. (laughs) I thought you were going to say pencil or something. (laughs) No, it was not. That's the thing. It was nothing like it. It made no sense. I can't I mean, explain it. I think it. you just got dick on the brain. I guess. <laughs> I loved how I liked your sequencing of the story exactly how it is. How you set up for us what was to transpire later in your subconscious, <laughs> so that we could kind of be there in your brain yeah. and you know in the room where the story was being told. It was. I, this may be the plot of Inside Out 2 uh, that's that's <laughs> yeah. happening right here. It was Chekhov's penis. Like, you knew it was going to go off at a certain point. <laughs> um, listen, I need to put more time between what I just said and what I'm about to say. So, um, blah, 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 well, blah. The thing, yeah. I, I can't remember. I mean, I mess things up all the time, so I'm sure there's several. But um, the like your comment about like that Ellison Elliot is, uh, is innocent. And like, if you hadn't reacted to saying the word penis, it probably wouldn't have meant anything to him. Like exactly. he to your reaction, not to the word. And it makes like, cause you know, I have, have boys that are, I think about a year, you know, uh, younger than yours, um, on, on both counts mm-hmm. and like having joke, like people in your life that don't have the weird, like sort of, language and like body shame issues that you do yes. it's, it's both like refreshing but also confounding because like you don't it's <laughs> like they, they they cause you to be confused about how you should deal with all of your uh like fucked up shit so like conrad um has this issue like he scratches his penis all the time as mm. do you know all sort you know many boys his age we're worried that maybe he does it a little more enthusiastically than others but probably all parents have that worry parents of boys anyway um and but we're trying to set some ground rules because he's about to be three and you i mean i don't know what the schedule is supposed to be but they got to socialize eventually right you know like he shouldn't be at uh i don't know you know like at the office scratching his balls all the time and um although i think we all know of people who do i'm not thinking of anyone specific but like there are adult penis scratchers 
among okay. us. But it, I, it would probably, well, I don't know. Now that we all work from home, maybe it doesn't matter. But, but presumably it may limit his options, right? Which, <laughs> right. Um, so it's like, so we've been telling him lately, okay, but we don't want him to feel bad. We're just right. like, you know, this is something that you do, you know, um, by yourself in private, which is, I mean, there's sort of implied shame in that too. But I don't, it's like, it's just a weird, like, how do you get out of this situation? But so that's what we tell him. And so he'll now when he's like downstairs on the couch with family and he's scratching, we're like, Conrad, you know, we don't we don't scratch our penis, you know, <laughs> down here with, you know, with everyone. It's like if you need to do that, um, you need to do it upstairs in your room. And and his response to that is just like super matter of fact. He's like he's like, OK, mom, you're OK, daddy. It's like. I want to go up and scratch my penis in my room. <laughs> it's just like, it's just like, as, as like, I would say, like, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, like step out and roll the trash cans back. Like just, there's no <laughs> right. like negative association whatsoever. Um, and it's, and so we don't, I mean, that's good. We've succeeded in him not feeling bad about it, but then we wonder like, is this, have we just created a situation where it's just, he's going to be at school. It's like, excuse me, I need to go to the bathroom so I can scratch my penis a while. You know? <laughs> um, I know. I know. There's so many tough lessons that involve socialization that they have to learn or they, you know, they will learn at a certain point. And it's like, is it our job or is it society's job? You know, eventually someone will make them feel bad about an array of things. I don't want to be the one who does it. Yeah. I I would like to say something, although I must preface this with, I do not have kids or a penis. However, I'm curious, like, does he have a dry skin problem? I mean, could we get him a little cream? Like maybe post-shower, <laughs> we do a little rub on the on the area? Like, is he is he uncomfortable? It could, his pediatrician has said, you know, yes, put some, uh, like, balm on it. But then what we found is like, so, I mean, she looked at it and it's like irritated, but then it's a situation of like, well, he scratches it all the fucking time. Of course it's irritated, you know, like it's going to be red. And so she's like, we'll put some cream. So for a while we were putting cream on it, but then it got to be when we were, and he's toiletry now, so we're not changing his diaper, but at the time we were changing his diaper. And every time we change his diaper at the end, um, he would be like, could you put a little cream on penis? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not even kidding you. And it was like, we couldn't complete a diaper change. And it was like, he was asking it just like a little bit too enthusiastically and like, and, and honestly like coquettishly that we were like, my wife and I were just like, I don't, I don't think this is about a medical issue at this point. <laughs> so we just I mean, of- Hey, if y'all got it, why not ask, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Jackie calls her. So ja- Jackie has a podcast called Natch Butte, which is, uh, how do you describe it? It's like a beauty and self-care podcast. And she So ref- we talk about creaming our necks. Yeah. She ref- no one's talked about creaming their penises yet, but you know what? It's 2020. I'm here for it. She refers to herself as the queen of creams. So yes. I feel like she knows what she's talking about here. Yeah. Why yeah. not give him a little dick cream? <laughs> Did you know they make cream made out of baby's dicks? Okay. I've heard this. <laughs> I've heard this, but where are they? This is, this. Dustin, by the way. This is, this is pulling the conversation in here. Yeah. By the way, allow me to say, when I wanted to put space between what I was talking about <laughs> and the spot I want to do, this is not what I meant. <laughs> but it's okay. I think we um, should. Move on. Yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> an old but good dust and drop. Where do they, how do they get this? How do they okay, harvest so this? There is a cream. One time I was getting Botox, which I haven't gotten in a long time. And the woman was like, oh, by the way, here's some sample of some of our new cream. It's like amazing for wrinkles. And it has like, I think she said it has human growth hormone or something mm. like that. And I was like, and I said, I'm vegan. I don't really use like, and she goes, no, no, no. Oh, they're stem cells. She goes, they're from circumcised baby dicks. Oh my God. And I was like, oh. and she says in the hospital when babies with penises are born, they, you know, do the circumcisions and then they use the, the little foreskins and they collect the cells from them and they put them in this cream and then rich ladies put it on their eyes and it helps with wrinkles allegedly. Resourceful. Um, wow. <laughs> I just, like, imagine being the people who have agreed to donate tissue to science and this is where you end up. On, well, on some like ladies' probably, eye bags, they probably sneak it in the forms. You know what I mean, like <laughs> yeah, insurance paperwork. Is, you know. By the like, way, can we use your baby's foreskin for rich lady cream? Just initial here. You know, they probably don't even know. That's deep in the fine print because both of our boys did have uh, circumcisions, and uh, I yeah, I definitely don't remember that um, uh, that waiver. Um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, and we would have been. I, we would have been fine with it, I'm sure. Or if anything, you know, I felt like, would it be like, do you, do we have a commissioning system going right. on here? Yeah. Like, let's just, let's not, ex- you know, let's not exploit these baby dicks. Like, do you understand what my wife had to go through to produce that? Um, but you have two sons, two sons. Yeah. It's a lot of cream. Both of you have two sons. We both do. And mm-hmm. Tony and I are unmarried and no children <laughs> <laughs> and divorced. <laughs> but you have lady dogs. Yes, that is mm-hmm. true. Um, listen, you've probably heard us talk about Brooklinen before. They're the home <laughs> of the Internet's favorite sheets, but their towels, they're also amazing. Tony and I use Brooklinen towels. Jackie, are you on the Brooklinen towel train yet? I am so offended that they haven't sent me any towels. You need to get some of their towels because they come. Dustin, I didn't ask you, but I'm assuming you don't yet have their towels. You need to get them too. Or their I sheets. Need them too, yes. I sleep on Brooklyn and sheets every single night. They are. So, I just sleep better on them. They are so nice. I love them. They're my favorite sheets, and their towels are now my favorite towels. And they have three different weights you can choose. So you can get like a super plush, heavy one, or if you want one that like dries faster and is a little bit lighter, you can get the the lighter one. That's the one Tony has. I like yeah. to lord it over his over him that I have the super plush one. You guys notice how dry I am though. You look great. Thank you. You look like someone who dried off super fast. Well, and I mean that in the best way. I didn't want to say it myself. (laughs) Turn your bathroom into a miniature spa. Brooklinen's towels will help you find your zen. Brooklinen is the perfect place to find all the comforts for home, including ultra soft towels. They are so confident in their product that everything comes with a lifetime warranty. Use promo code best friend for 10% 10% off your first order at brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Promo code best friend, Brooklinen. Everything you need to live your most comfortable life. I also want to tell you guys about Bombas. They make the most comfortable socks in the history of feet. They're like a hug for your feet. They are... They. They're disruptors when it comes to socks. I don't know if I'm using that term correctly. Dustin, I think you would you would know. But really, the first time I ever put them on, I was like, why don't all socks hug 
my arch the way these do. Um, they've literally rethought every detail of the sock. Uh, they do more than keep your feet cozy. They help give back to the most vulnerable members of our community because for every pair of socks you purchase, Bombas donates a pair to someone in need. The generosity of Bombas customers has allowed them to donate over 34 million pairs of socks and counting through their nationwide network of 3,000 plus giving partners. And they are so, so comfortable. And you do good by buying them. Give a pair when you buy a pair and get 20% off your first purchase at bombas.com slash best friend. That's bombas, B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash best friend for 20% off your first purchase, bombas.com slash best friend. That's a good All deal. right. <laughs> Jackie J. Yes. You had a topic. Let's get into So I have into- a story. Wait. Story and a topic idea. So y- y'all can decide which one you want me to I want, do. I want both, but when we do something Jackie-related or anything-related, there's something we like to hear. Tony Thaxton! Twice this week, I received comments from people, urgent in their nature, I would say, being like, oh my God, I just heard this commercial. I think they're ripping Jackie off. we are with the jackie i was doing a parody i was doing a parody of living spaces or whatever what have you in your in your various place but i'm glad people are looking out for me that's (laughs) i love a good lawsuit that's right yeah weird owl of podcasting pretty much you know i could take a story or i could take a topic or i could do both Let's hear a story. I'll tell the story really fast. So Allison knows, Tony knows, the audience knows, Dustin, now you know. I've been looking at houses in L.A. And we are also selling our current house. So we have to leave and act like we don't live here, you know, all the time on a moment's notice. And we try to time the house appointments to look at houses during when we have showings. And then we realize, oh, shit, we have to bring our dog with us because we can't leave the dog in the house while people are looking at the house. So the other day we went to look at a house and I had to bring the dog and we get there and I leave her in the car with the car running. And the lady was like, no, you can bring her. It's fine. So I'm just holding her, walking through the house. And then I put her down outside when we're about to leave. And of course, she goes in the corner and takes a shit in their yard (laughs) because Chooch loves to make herself at home wherever she goes. Uh, so I pick up the shit. I have a baggie in my car and I'm like, I'm oh, sorry. And I, I don't even tie it because I'm in a hurry. I'm talking to the realtor and I just put it in my car <laughs> and then we drive home <laughs> and, and the chooch poop is in my car and I, and I leave it in the car. I forget it's there. Oh no. A day or two goes by. <laughs> it is a very hot, it is very hot here in LA. I get in the car. Can I tell you this? I almost. I almost passed out. It was the worst smell I've ever known. It was disgusting. And I was like, what happened? I couldn't remember. And then I found it. And then I found it. God. And that's why you're shopping for cars, too. (laughs) Now I have to buy a new car as well. Well, it sounds like she felt at home at that house. Yes. But we we didn't like it, so. How... um, like is this this is what I always wonder when we like when we finally locate the thing that is making the refrigerator smell and then we throw it out and then it's like there's always that 20 minutes or so or maybe it's longer where I'm like but it still smells like that yeah. in the house. So yeah. is the smell out of your car? It luckily left pretty quick. 
I just put the windows down. I don't think like the poop odors seeped into the seats or anything. I'm lucky. I'm also lucky that it didn't melt into the floorboard or something. Um, I honestly got out easy. I got out easy. But that is a story that I have not told on Natch Butte. Or my Patreon. That was an exclusive for y'all. Thank you. We got the scoop. The poop scoop. <laughs> you got scoop. the scoop. And I love talking about poop on your show, and then you get negative iTunes reviews. So you know what? <laughs> Shit, poop, diarrhea, farts, but yeah. Gross. Here's the thing. Yeah, you were just gunning for a drop on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the I thing. actually wasn't, but feel free. <laughs> Someone left a review that was one star, and it was like, all they do is talk about poop and bad smells. If you like hearing self-absorbed people talk about poop and bad smells, this is the podcast for you. It's like a car crash. Can't look away. So I posted it and I'm like, sometimes a reviewer just gets it right. And I know, Jackie, you thought that that was about you, but it really wasn't. It was about, it was a Daniel and me episode. So Dustin, you had said that I don't let Daniel on the Thursday show anymore. I can't remember if that was on air or if that was before, but, um, he and I, he comes on the Monday show every now and again, mm. and we take calls, and it's fun. But anyway, on the Monday show, we were talking about. Um, oh no, I'm sorry. The, we were talking about the soup, the soup I made. You made that and was you this show. From the soup. Yes. yes. Okay. That I'm sorry. That was this show, but it was me. It was on me. The disastrous soup I, I made. I know, but I'm just saying. Like I'm always down for a fart, yeah. butt, <laughs> poop conversation. And I felt partially responsible for that. Well, thank you. You know what I think we need, Tony, is a, the fart teehee. Oh, right. Teehee. <laughs> that is an oldie and a goodie. Everyone loves that. That's a crowd pleaser. Um, I have a, a, another question. This one's, not, this one's housing related. I've always wondered about the timing of this. So if you sell your place before you've purchased a place or if you find a place you want to buy before you've sold your place how does that all work so um you know basically we kind of realized that and we are now not looking at houses anymore i see you realize that you gotta time it yeah i mean we were always thinking if we got escrows that matched up right it would work out but then there's also a thing called a bridge loan oh yeah you know but but we've decided it's also the market is horrific um, it's worse than it's ever been. And I've had my heart broken already like three times and yeah. I'm like, I can't handle this shit. So we're just going to sell this and then we'll probably rent for a little while while we look. I don't know. But we'll I would like work. to talk about something else. Yes, please. I think I'm here with three very savvy folks. Thank you. That are kind of in tune with the internet and what's going on. I was curious how y'all felt about Instagram right now. Mm. I feel like no one is hitting like on my photos. I <laughs> feel like engagement is down. You're my engagement and and at his, I did take a break and I wasn't posting as much, so I feel like I am like the algorithm is not serving me. But like it feels as though no one is there anymore. It feels like nobody's there. It feels like nobody's clicking. It feels like nobody's engaging. It feels like I'm not getting as many likes and also followers i haven't lost followers necessarily but i have literally not gained a follower this year i haven't gained a follower this whole year um and and i'm really interesting you are (laughs) you i'll i'll attest to that um i that i have felt like engagement is down on twitter dustin you work in this space quote unquote 
Do you have Do you have anything to say about this? You work in this space, and yet you're like not on any of the apps in a way where we can find you. Yeah, totally. I'm. It's. Um, uh, I'm just a, a paradox that way. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm. I'm like. I'm like the Sphinx. Um, the. I don't. I, yeah, I don't know why that would or wouldn't happen. In theory, I should. I probably should like know the numbers of like are the active users on Instagram like increasing, decreasing, whatever. Cause like a responsible professional in my industry would know that type of thing. But I will say I personally, um, and you're a funeral ha- director, right? Yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. I haven't been on Instagram, but like, I feel like since our second kid was born. So maybe that's it, Jackie, all of that engagement would have been <laughs> taken up by me right. going on your photos and liking them all a hundred times. And, and just since the baby, I, I don't have time for it. I'm like, yeah, you I, have I like baby here, to feed, I like you here and there, sure. Yeah. But yeah, uh, just, you know, all the time I can't, I can't get there. So, um, no, I, I feel like I don't have a good feel for Instagram because one, I'm not doing my job as a professional and two, um, I'm not on the app directly. So I don't, um, don't know what's going on. I mean, what do y'all think then? Allison and Tony, like, have you noticed that your, your pictures aren't getting as many likes or comments? Um, I mean, mine is a substantial drop. I normally, and I don't care, but it is a little like, what? Does everybody hate me? Or is it just because I didn't post for a long time, my algorithm has now buried me or I don't know. I'm curious if y'all have seen, I know I saw Allison, you posted something the other day about like, I'm trying to get more followers on Instagram or something. Well, I I thought maybe you were experiencing the same thing as me. Like the no followers are coming in or I'm losing them as the same amount I'm gaining. Right. Yeah, I have been, it's just like a really incremental increase. I mean, very slow, slow increase. Yeah. Um, I feel like, and I feel like I should, I should be accruing them more quickly with the, uh, this is all under the umbrella of like, but I also think it doesn't matter. And I have seen the social dilemma. So, well, that's another reason I think it's down. I I do know, I have noticed that a a few people I know have erased their accounts Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, I wonder if people are like, because that's, I am, I'm not looking at it as much. Right. I'm, I do a post and ghost, meaning I post <laughs> and then I close the app. Yeah. You know, I, I'm like, um, I, I want the likes, but I'm not putting them out. Right. <laughs> I have seen, here's the, so I personally haven't experienced that. Although something did compel me to post a very glam photo of me and be like, I'm doing this in a desperate bid for more followers because I was like it seems like the people who who get tons of followers they mostly just post glamorous shots of themselves so I'm like I I too can play this game right I was told by like a social media consultant that I hired at, at one point that people hit like on photos that are in line with why they followed you and if you post anything outside oh, of that, they do not hit like. So like if somebody followed me to like see my makeup looks and yeah. I post a photo of my dog, they're not going to hit like on the dog. But if they follow me to see the dog, they're probably not going to like the photo I posted of like, you know, my dinner or whatever. So basically, I just need to post photos of Adam Carolla. <laughs> I mean, you know what? That's what I'm saying. But the disparaging likes is like really interesting to me. Here's what I was going to say. I have noticed that a lot of people have been like a week ago, they were posting something that's like, um, you know, lately I've they things like what you're saying, but they're like, I think I've been shadow banned. 
Um, Everybody it, thinks they've been shadow banned. I don't think I don't think it's a real thing. Everybody does think they've been shadow banned. I can confirm that. Yeah. So they're like, um, if you know, if you want to see my stuff, could you comment? I see this post, um, so that the algorithm will start showing you more of my stuff. So I think site wide, there must be something going on that made like even Jamila Jamil, who has like a bazillion followers, did that, and I forget who else. Did you do one so, of those? Sh- should I? I don't. Oh, I don't know, Dustin. Should we? Uh, no, I don't. I don't think so because also uh, some some platforms have policies about um, uh, trying to game you, it. Yeah, if you're trying to like game the system on engagement, that that's discouraged. So if you're like trying to, and this isn't necessarily what you're trying to do, and I don't know if this if these policies exist or not, but like in terms of like specifically comments though i know i'm not shadow banned but um there are instances where it's like if you seem like you're trying to artificially drum up engagement um that um that content may be um moderated in some way what is asking people to comment is that what is the word you just used altering engagement like i feel like that's no just no that's no that's normal like good social media hygiene it's it's stuff like um if you know, like, um, get, uh, like, oh, is this, it those contests where it's like you got to follow 15 different people? That Ew, kind of I stuff. If this, po- if this post gets 10,000 likes, I'll, I'll post the, the second half of my vacation photos or whatever, mm. like stuff like that, where it's like what you're, about, you're gamifying the, the what post. about those like engagement groups? I've never messed with that. I have a friend. What is that? I'm not going to say who. She has grown an account from zero to pass my account in like a month from doing these engagement groups. And I don't even know how it works, really. This feels but like I think it's MLM. Like group, Jackie, why are you sitting on this podcast bitching about how you don't get any engagement? Well, I don't I feel, right I feel you. cheap. I, I don't know. Like my followers are organic. They're real. They're all, as far as I know, not bots. I'm kind of curious to buy followers. The Botox you're getting, you're telling me you're against cheating to make yourself look better. (laughs) No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I am absolutely not above it. I used to be. It's all bets are off now, sweetie. I'm trying to get likes. I will buy followers. I will join engagement groups. I'll do whatever. (laughs) What is an engagement group? Like everyone follows each other? I'm not sure. It's like a circle jerk of following. It involves a thread. So, like, you know, you can start like Instagram message threads with like multiple accounts. Yes. So all these people are on a thread together and everyone posts at the exact same time. It's like a written thing. Like, okay, four o'clock every day we all post. And then everybody goes, hits like and comments on everyone's photo. And when you do that, it's like hundreds of people. So you do that and then it will raise all of them up into the algorithm and they will be seen on the For You page and they will be shown in other people's accounts. I had no idea. Should we start one? Let's do it. Just, okay. It'll be us. So far, we have three of us. Because <laughs> that's not going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Get 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 ready, world. Hope your Here pants we come, on, baby. That's right. Uh, listen, I think it might be time soon to do a segment where we offer. You don't come to us for lukewarm takes. You come to us for hot takes. So this is a very controversial segment, but first I need to tell you guys about something that's not controversial. It is the Simply Earth Essential Oil Recipe Box. Perhaps you have essential oils sitting unused on your shelf. Perhaps they have confused you. They confused me. I know they smell good, but I don't really know what you do with them. 
pence. Enter the Simply Earth Essential Oil Recipe Box, which will help you gain confidence and clarity in using essential oils. Here's how it works. You get four pure essential oils and natural ingredients delivered to your doorstep. You use the easy-to-follow recipes to make six different products with the oils and ingredients in the box. Enjoy the peace of mind that comes with using natural products that you know the ingredients of. Um, so it's like a meal subscription kit, but more fun and less edible. I received uh, a diffuser, an essential oil diffuser, and the grapefruit oil smells so good. They all smell so good, but that one and also the juniper berry. My home smells like a spa. Uh, it's great. And the best part is these oils don't break your budget. Um, and they're 100% pure and come from the best farms all over the world. Using essential oils to support your wellness doesn't have to be overwhelming. Have fun making your home toxin-free with Simply Earth's essential oil recipe box. Plus, get a free 80 milliliter diffuser when you subscribe using my URL, simplyearth.com slash best friend. Again, that's simplyearth.com slash best friend. Okay. So we are now going to do yes, please. Or, Oh, please, Dustin, this is after your time. It is. You thought I'll I'll pick it up quickly though. You thought that I'm just resting on my laurels, doing the same old stuff that I was doing 10 years ago in New York when you arrived wearing an outfit made entirely of tinfoil. And I don't know what I did. Something funny and fun, perhaps. With our like with Gal Chat and Topic Sombrero and just mirror everyone. No, we now have one that I, I invented this format. Other people have tried it, but I've invented it. Um, wired or tired, they got that from me. It's yes, please, or oh, please, where we talk about a controversial thing and we say yes, please, or oh, please, and we have a song. That's much crap. Yes, you were saying. I thought you were going to say you invented Wired or Tired and Yes, Please or Oh, Please. I was like, oh, my God. I did both. One person invented both. I I did. You should be retired by now. I mean, why are you still doing these? They're really redundant, but people seem to think they're two entirely different things. (sighs) Okay. Today, we this might have come up on the show before, but not with this group. And given that it's spooky season, I need to know how everyone feels about Tony. Are you ready for like a another dun dun dun? Uh, sure. About candy corn. I knew that's what you were gonna say. You did, I did too. Yeah. <gasps> because I, I did said too. spooky season or before that even uh, spooky season gave it away. Yeah, for me. and just yeah, I feel like uh, candy corn is a is a generally uh, uh, polarizing, often yeah. debated yeah. topic. Mm-hmm. Members mm-hmm. of my family don't even talk anymore because of it. Wow. Um. Yeah, I know. Okay, I'm not going to go first because I'm just I'm just creating boundaries. Who wants to go? I'll go first. Shit. Do it. I'll go first. <laughs> I'm going to go. Oh, please. I mean, it's literally sugar wax. I'm not interested, honey. I would rather have a fucking $9 smoothie from Erewhon. You know what I mean? Like, I have no desire. It doesn't satiate any kind of treat sensation in my brain. It's disgusting. No, thank you. Wow, Jackie. Wow. You wanted a strong opinion, honey. You don't come here for lukewarm takes. But how do you feel about the flavor? 
I mean, no, aside from I'm, the consistency, I think there's a nostalgic scent, and you know, when I if I ate it, it would bring me back. But again, it's just not good. All right, it's not good. All right, noted, Dustin. Well, that's a great segue to my take on this, which I feel is not going to be sufficiently hot because I feel conflicted. Um, so it's just, I'm like, let I'm, me in think between, if, I'm in between hot and cold. So that just puts me at lukewarm. Let me um, think if we have time for someone who has a lukewarm take today. We do. Okay. I'll, I'll go. Yes, please. Cause if you like gun to my head and I mean, I, and that I hope, is the, I, I, yeah, I hope one day we, we play that game. Cause that'll, <laughs> that'll take off. That's the spirit uh, of this game. Gun to yeah. your head. Gun to your head. Yeah. Gun to my head. Um, <laughs> if you said, do you want some candy corn? I, I would go for it. Uh, but I do think it's like, if I think about, like, if I play in my mind what it would be like to eat a candy corn right now, it doesn't seem that enjoyable uh, as an eating experience. But it, it, it is that nostalgia factor of, like, they're only sold at Halloween. You get it. And as a kid, they're pure sugar. You're super excited about them. Um, I think my mom uh, was a fan of candy corn, if I remember right. Um, and so that she was also into it. We could share that excitement. Hi, Karen. And, yes, yes. Um, so I'm, I mean, but yeah, I mean, just like, I also think it's as an adult, I find myself more or like as an older, as a, as an aging adult, like I find myself more sensitive to sugar, like the come down, the crash mm. off of sugar is so much steeper Jackie's nodding. Like I feel the self-care people probably have known this forever. And they're like, what the fuck is your problem like this? If you cut sugar out, you could live 10 years longer tomorrow. But um, it's, yeah, so it's really bad. So that it's like, I'm realizing this with sugary foods that I enjoy. I'm not able to enjoy them as much because I'm aware that like, I'm in like 30 minutes, I'm going to be drooling in, you know, like <laughs> yes. on the floor of my home with no recollection of what just happened. Um, so I, you know, I don't, I don't want to, go into a, like a candy corn fugue state. I don't like them that much, but I said, there's enough like childhood enthusiasm. I'm just on, I'm just on the, on the yes, please side of the aisle. All right. So a lukewarm. Yes, please. (sighs) uh, Tony. I'm going to make up for that lukewarmness and give it not only a yes, please. I'm going to upgrade it to, Oh, hell Yeah. Oh, Allison Thank likes you. It doesn't rhyme, but I, I but it's it's hot. It's scorching hot. <laughs> uh, and here, here's the thing. I thought I did not like it, and then several years ago, I was at a Halloween party, uh, and there was some candy corn laying out, and I just was like, "No, I haven't had that in forever. Maybe it's maybe it's better than I remember it being." And so I decided to try it for the first time in forever. Turns out, I love it. Is it gross? Yeah, I can also admit it's gross, <laughs> but I love it. Wow, I feel the same way about anal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have a related issues with an anus ride. <laughs> I talked over it. Do it again. I don't have any issues with an anus ride. <sighs> you guys know I'm a butt virgin, right? <laughs> I did know that. I yeah. did know that. I, and I, I mean, I haven't thought about it. I didn't, you know, I didn't know. <laughs> I am. And uh, I often think to myself, like, am I going to go to the grave like this? <laughs> Why don't you just try it? You don't want to? It freaks me out. 
I feel like it would hurt. <laughs> That's fair. It's you know, it's your life. That's what everyone says. Everyone reassures me. And by the way, it's the fact that everyone reassures me like this comes up. This is one of my conversation topics. Um, not that often, but you know, when 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 it's apropos, people are like, it's I don't think you like actually I did um a little Esther was on my show and this came up and she's like I think you're fine. I don't think you need to try it. Which, thank you. But um, I don't know. I mean, I. it's one of those things. Like, am I really never going to try this thing that so many people are into? But again, it... Listen, there are like, a lot of like things that I have no desire to try. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I have none. I don't want to jump out of a plane. I have yeah, no desire. I don't either. And that's fine. And it's good to have boundaries. And it's good to know yourself. Yeah. You know, if that's not something you want to do, then don't fucking do it. And it's not a big deal. Don't let anybody shame you about it. Here's the thing. But... On the I'm yes crazy. please or <laughs> here's the on the yes please or oh please scale, and I still have to offer how I feel about candy corns. Skydiving, <laughs> skydiving to me is an oh please. Like I know myself, that does not appeal to me. This is anal would be a little more. It's not like a. It's not a, a scorching hot oh please. Like, like I am curious. Honey, again, I don't know. <laughs> Put the kids to bed, drink a glass of wine, and you know why not? Yeah, read read that bear penis story you've got. Just there you go. Put, Get out the book. Right the I, I, again, well, I, it freaks I love me out. That how you frame it is that like, am I am I going to die? Everybody <laughs> tried it. Not like, is there pleasure that I'm missing out on? Should I be expanding my sexual horizons? Like, let's what, spice up my marriage. It's just like. Will I die without this box checked? And it's like, right. I just imagine you like, I, like we were talking about your art, like what would my final meal be on the Patreon episode? Oh, yeah. It's like, you're like on your deathbed and like <laughs> eking out your, your final wish. And it's just like, I can't die without having tried anal. <laughs> you know, there's like some, some male nurse. Roll me over. Roll me like, over. It's like, it's like, it's like reluctantly reaching down for like the KY that somehow he stashed by your, <laughs> by your hospice bed. It's like, well, I can't deny this old woman. Her last. <laughs> last wish. That's right. Yeah. Like I've never done acid. Which, because I feel like the window closed for that, although I'm curious about that. Heroin, I know I would like, but I'm not going to do it, you know, <laughs> till, till I can, um, an addiction would be okay in my life. So I feel like I should do acid heroin and have anal sex on my way out. Up your butt. Quite a cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but back to candy corn. A Anal? resounding, thunderous yes, please. I like it. I like the taste. I know the consistency is weird, but I like it. I, I, you know, I like just biting off the little white tip to it. That is fun to do. I, in <laughs> fact, I feel so, um, oh my God, what's the word when like, when you guys are cool? I feel co- so copacetic with it that I don't understand when other people complain about it and talk about how it's gross it's like something that a younger version of me would go along with but not understand 
For Again, ex- the parallels with <laughs> anal and candy corn are vast. <laughs> but I just feel like in school there was a lot of like, oh, it's so gross. Oh, uh, gross. Ooh, gross. And I was just like, I guess it's gross, but I don't. I mean, I told the story before in fourth grade when a, a like a fart got blamed on me because they were like, whoever smelt it, dealt it. And I. No, sorry. They, I thought it was whoever smelt it, dealt it. They thought it was you can't smell your own fart, which like doesn't even make sense. So because I genuinely, honestly couldn't smell it, they all decided I did it, and it was not my fart. But anyway, that was one of – another another thing. Uh, I had a little first snack in some grade. I had one of the – a little pouch of um, dried pineapple – chunks i don't know who makes them i don't know if they still make this as a snack for kids it's very sugary and very delicious and i I remember this kid who was popular named kevin there were two popular kevins this was the one the the this one of them came over and he's like can i try that and i said sure and he took it put it in his mouth chewed it and went oh yuck and like spit it out and and he walked away and i remember thinking I don't buy that. There's nothing gross about this. It's delicious. So that's how I feel about candy corn. Yes, please. Hell yeah. I wonder if Kevin likes anal. (laughs) 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 I wonder as well. I feel like Kevin is the kind of person who most likely still lives in the town we grew up in and has children, probably three or four, and they probably go to the school that we went to. And that's just a different life because I am an hour and 15 minutes away in Burbank. I got away. (laughs) (laughs) You sure did. I escaped. Tone zone. Yeah. You did a recording session, yes? I did, yes. Is it top secret or anything? Uh, No. What was it? Uh, It's the second time I've done a session with this band. It's It's an epitaph band called Joyce Manor. Uh, And it's for, this was just a, a cover song they were doing for something and uh hired me to play on it and it was it was fun it was very quick i was in and out in record time it was probably the shortest session i've ever had um i did one take and then we liked it but we said let's try that a little bit faster and then i did Hmm. a faster take and then i was gone that's it two takes gone two take two takes daxton yeah (laughs) uh and and how is playing with a mask on uh it's not great but again i was play i played so little that it really wasn't that if i if i had been there like playing all day that would have gotten hard uh but uh yeah it was so quick that it didn't because i've tried before in longer scenarios and that gets pretty gross yeah there you go Mm -hmm. there we go there you go what else you guys (laughs) Or anything else that we need to discuss? Well, I just I've been in, enjoying the southern accent from Jackie, and as as someone born and raised in the South, I have to ask the origins. You want to take a guess? Uh, I don't know. It's like it. Uh, I feel like I can't <laughs> guess without insulting you because, like, I, I know I know how we are about our states in the South. Yes, and, uh, I agree. And being, very superior to the neighboring ones that probably do sound exactly the same. So I'm just, I'm going to withhold that potential offense. You've never I withheld will... a, an offense. I know. I'm, I'm, <laughs> Why start see, now? I have some new tricks too, Allison. 
Okay, I am from Dallas. Okay. And I so anything ask, else I would have said would have offended. <laughs> uh, I mean, if you would have said Oklahoma, I would have been mad okay. just because you know how we feel about them Okies. Mm. No offense to anybody <laughs> listening in Oklahoma. It, was, it goes I, back. I was probably going to say Tennessee. I don't know how that would have gone. That doesn't offend me. Okay. The only reason I'm offended about Oklahoma is because I went to University of Texas. And I just found out that the Red River Shootout, that's what they call it when UT and um, Oklahoma play each other, OU. Mm-hmm. Uh, OU beat Texas this year. And I didn't watch the game. I really don't care. But, you know, I'm supposed to. So mm-hmm. that's yeah. my only issue. If you would have been like, are you from Oklahoma? I would have been like, no. Fair, fair, fair. And uh, Dustin, I want you to get on Instagram <laughs> and I want your Instagram name to be I am Goot, which I'm sure is taken, but it's really good. It is. It is. Um, that was your would, wedding it, hashtag, right? It would be a wonderful. Yeah. Was it? My yeah. My wife and I oh, have all that's these cute. like yeah, all these cute we are Goot uh, <clears throat> like gifts that we that we've given each other um, and like Groot toys for the kids and stuff like. Do that. Do you call so, them baby Goot? Well, they are baby goots. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> wow, you know what I just realized? Because I'm eloping, I'm not going to have a wedding hashtag. Oh, no. They'll come up with one. Yeah. I, do I want that? I already <laughs> have internet's one. internet's with you <laughs> everywhere, so you can definitely I know. Still have I it. wish I could erase my old one from the internet, but I can't. What if I reuse it and then it'll be more convenient for me to see all the photos? <laughs> Would that work? I mean, why not? Well, yeah. Well, there's it, no last names involved. Oh, well, my hashtag it, was about Chooch. <laughs> I don't care. Y'all can look if you want. You can Google my wedding. It's all over the internet. Chooch parents. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, speaking of Mr. Jackie, I interviewed Ben. Mm-hmm. Uh, you made an appearance. He's delightful. And I but he emailed me to say thank you for coming on. I've been meaning to email him back. So I've decided instead of doing that, I'll just tell you and the audience. And I'll also email him back. But he's great. I'm very happy yep. for you guys. Yes, I have leveled up in every way. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, there was something I was going to say. Oh, yeah. Dustin, I'm sure that we covered this at some point in our long storied past, but did you at one point have an accent and, and did you work to get rid of it? I um, So my my sister has a very distinct Southern accent, which I ne- and I've never been at her level, but like I did have it in a few words. And I remember this point I reached in high school where I knew that I was not going to stay in the South to go to college. And I did kind of a self inventory of my allocution uh, and like the words were like that were a little bit twangy. I definitely like ironed it out before I left for college. Where are you from? South Carolina. What were the twangy ones? I don't remember. I mean, uh, I don't remember in that detail. Was it like, yes, palais? <laughs> <laughs> Do I you know what, just Justin, like a Southern California. Are I mean, you offended when people do fake Southern accents? Because I am. I, I definitely am. Sorry. I, I, I'm just, <laughs> I'm mostly offended that they don't understand how bad they are. You know, like it's fine. I mean, I, you know, I do like a terrible British accent, but I feel like at least I have the self-awareness that it's terrible, but it's like people do Southern accents and they, for whatever reason, they all think they're killing it. Yes. <laughs> I'm just like, what, what's wrong with you? I mean, I'll just call them out. The Walking Dead, right? So Mm. The Walking Dead takes place in Atlanta. And a lot of the actors on The Walking Dead are not American. 
you know? Um, and I don't know who they hired as their vocal coach or the dialect coach on that show, but they are asleep at the switch <laughs> because they just let, if you just go lock this, that's not doing a Southern accent, you know, like, like we were discussing, they're very nuanced depending on where you are. And uh, everyone sounds different. And I'm sometimes I'm just like, who let him say the word scientist? That's not what we say. Scientist. Mm-hmm. He goes scientist. I'm like, you are a British guy without a dialect coach, <laughs> yeah. you know. Like, so I notice it in like TV shows, but then yeah. sometimes people nail it, you know. Like when Kate Blanchett was in um, Benjamin Button, she did this New Orleans accent, and like that accent is hard. It's so interesting and nuanced. And I was just like, is that my grandmother? Like, it was so <laughs> perfect. She I puts haven't. in work. <clears throat> I haven't seen Benjamin Button. I've only seen it one time in theaters and I cried like 10 times. It's literally like 10 movies in one movie. It's also very long, but very good in my opinion. I also, oh, please. I also haven't seen Memento. I haven't seen Memento. I like Memento a lot. I think I need to see it. Well, get on your time-shifting movie queue. <clears throat> I know. Allison, we need to do a movie night. We do. And then we could record like a Patreon commentary. Like Lauren Lapkus. That's right. Yeah. How fun would that be? And we won't invite her. <laughs> you guys, this has been so much fun. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for giving me the vote of confidence I need to maybe do the thing we talked about, but I don't think I'm going to. Because Why don't you just start with a little tickle? Have you done that? A little tickle. Anal? <laughs> just a little just a little tickle. Here's the thing. Here's what I've done. I've had exams that involved like a pretty aggressive rectal exam. That's too much information. that, (laughs) That was no fun. Now, obviously, the circumstances were different. I mean, you probably don't like your pap smears, but you like getting it there. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, it's a good point. I hate going to the dentist, but I like eating food. (laughs) This is, thank you. That's helpful. Helpful. It's all about context. (laughs) Listen, I would like to say hello and welcome to my new Patreon people. Patreon. Patreon. 10 Junk Miles and Elizabeth McLeod. Welcome. You got 10 Um, Junk Miles? Yeah. Do you have 10 Junk? Do you know who that is? No, I don't know. I just like saying 10 Junk Miles. It's a great name. It's a running podcast um, oh, and, okay. a, and a guy who uh, is the host of running podcast, I believe. Um, listen, Patreon is fun. Uh, you can get, you can sign up for an annual membership. That's what I was going to say. Annual membership. And you get a discount if you do that. Uh, you get 10% off. So uh, lots of people have taken advantage of that. And it's uh, super fun. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Patreon. <laughs> Just had a bonus episode with Dustin, had one with Jen. Oh, yeah, I know what I was going to say. I'm now up to almost weekly bonus episodes. This truly is weekly, but I have not yet said weekly because I just can't seem to commit to that saying it. But I say three to four bonus episodes a month, but it's between us, it's weekly. Um, If you like what you're hearing, click, rate, review, make sure you're subscribed. Listen to my other podcast, Childish. I'm on Cameo as well. Um, and, uh, 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 follow me on social media at Allison Rosen everywhere. Jackie, where do we find you and what, do well, you, what should they look for? Because I'm shadow banned, you'll 
probably won't see me, but um, I'm not on tw- I'm on Twitter, but I'm not active on Twitter, so don't go there. Um, Jackie Michelle Johnson and Natch Butte are my Instagrams. I'm trying to post more, trying to get that engagement up, but honestly, like. I agree with Allison. Patreon is where it's at. Patreon.com slash Jackie Johnson. I'm having Patreon. so much fun on my Patreon. It's all, it's pretty much solo storytelling episodes. You know, I did one about like, um, you know, my sorority life in Texas. Like I'm about to record one about beauty pageants as a child. This is a really good time to come on the Jackie J Patreon because there's so much back catalog now. So join me there. Listen to Nanch View every Thursday. Right now, we are in TikToktober, meeting all my guests this month are TikTok stars. And I have been having the most fun. I got the, some of the biggest TikTok creators to come on Natch Butte um, in the skincare beauty world. And we are having so much fun. I'm telling you, it, TikTok is where it's at. Uh, it's where all the cool shit is happening, in my opinion. So check out Natch Butte. Dustin, Still would you nowhere. like to plug anything? <laughs> uh, no. I'm still just low. We dig, we dig, brother. We (laughs) you're just existing in the realm of real life. I like to reserve the stage for for you fine folks, ladies. Thank you, Tony. If you're on social media as well, he don't act like you don't know. (laughs) He referred to himself as an honorary gal last week. So Tony is. One of the honorary mm-hmm. gals, just us gals and Tone. Uh, what about you, Tony? Uh, at Tony Thaxton on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I checked. I, I got a new Instagram follower during this recording, by the way. Not Whoa. To, you know, so. Wow. Engagement is up. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Word got out that I'm one of the gals. Um, and then uh, my podcast, Bizarre Albums, every Tuesday. That also has a Patreon. I don't really ever talk about that, but that's patreon.com slash Bizarre Albums. Patreon! Do that for myself. Uh, and, oh, and um, next Thursday, I believe that is, on October 22nd, uh, Don't Stop or We'll Die is going to do a live show, a live stream on Twitch. So twitch.com slash Don't Stop or We'll Die. That'll be at 8 p.m. PST. Uh, be our first time playing together since January. So, are you guys going to be in out. one room? Yeah. How exciting! I know. I'm very excited about it. That is exciting. So you can listen to the Thursday show, and then you can go do that. And also, I forgot yeah. to mention, um, Bald Brian Brian Bishop uh, was my guest on Monday. Um, very good episode. So check that out excuse me and go to youtube.com slash allison rosen if you want to watch the video and please subscribe over there i am basing myself worth on that number and Um, tell everybody they need to listen to your monday show next week that's right and listen to my monday show next week because it's it's jackie's dude ben sheehan uh who wrote a book about the constitution he knows more about it than anyone truly he does it's and you'd think I would have absorbed any of it by now, listening to all of these conversations, but I haven't. But you might. You will. I learned some stuff. Um, all right, everyone. Thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? We had a good time.